why not close the show with the general manager, too, as well? The one only Natalie Williams, one of my all-time favorites. What is happening, girl? (laughs) Oh, man, this has been an amazing day to get to share this incredible facility with, um, you know, the media. And finally, pictures get released. Yeah. (laughs) Man, talk about the the, the picture Nazis out there. I mean, they're like, okay, no pictures. Can't do this. Can't do that. It's like, okay, how about 4 o'clock? Oh, you're good. (laughs) 4 o'clock, we'll release some pictures. How's that? Yeah, now there'll be plenty of pictures online. (laughs) So I'm glad everybody finally gets to see it. Yeah, no, I totally understand that, too, as well, too. I mean, you know, there are a lot of guys in the media that like to be that breaking story type of person and this and that. And I just never really kind of understood that. It's like, you know, this is your facility. You guys break the news. You know, you guys, you know, we're here to promote it and, and do everything. But uh, it is fantastic. I, I appreciate the tour from you. Uh, a fantastic tour guide. Oh, thank so, you. So, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, she got GM duties. He's dealing with rosters and players. And, uh, you know, now she's my tour guide. This is great. I do it all. Where else you want to show me around? You know? Got some good food places? Uh, yeah, yeah. actually. <laughs> Usually I, 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 I do. <laughs> there we go. So you, you and I can exchange, you know, you know, food tours all the time. Yeah, we'll have to uh, go out sometime. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, uh, uh, and Natalie's great on the road, too. I mean, you always count on Natalie for, for road suggestions. Because I was going to Connecticut and, and Seattle and stuff. I was like, okay, Natalie, give, give, give me the places to eat. Yeah. You're you gotta, strong. You got to find them, you know. I, yeah. I got to look on the map quest and see all yeah. the good places. But Nikki Fargus also... Has some good suggestions. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk first about this building. Um, you knew about this building, didn't you? I mean, as far as, you know, when you were hired, that this was kind of the vision. And we asked Becky the exact same question. Was that kind of the lure? I mean, everything that, that has been going on with this franchise, when the transition from the MGM to Mark Davis, and then, you know, getting Becky and Nikki and all this other stuff. I mean, what about this? Yeah, I mean, I knew that this was um, something that the ACES organization was getting. I knew it was in the works. Uh, we saw the walls go up. Um, and when I, you know, got got this, got here last year and got this job, I mean, it was kind of a whirlwind, <laughs> but knew that this was coming. And to finally realize and be in the building, I think we've been here now four weeks, um, just an incredible facility, something these young women definitely have deserved. And um, we're just happy to share this and be the leaders in the WNBA on, on the first ever WNBA facility. You know, we talked about with Asia, you know, going back to 2018 and remembering that sometimes they would have to, you know, practice at high schools or going like to the dungeon, as she calls it, at UNLV and, you know, those practice facilities. And now to come full circle, heck, let's go back to like when you played <laughs> in those facilities. I mean, Talk about the growth of this league, not just this franchise, but I mean, you had some less than stellar playing conditions, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, when I played for the Utah Stars, uh, which is now the Las Vegas Aces, um, you know, we practiced at Franklin Covey, which was just a kind of a private rec center. <laughs> and yeah, we didn't have locker rooms. Um, there was no hot whirlpools or oh, any no. uh, anything other than they brought in two taping tables. Yeah. You know, that's all we had and, and maybe some ice. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
How come you weren't at the Salt Palace or the Delta Center back nope. in the day, huh? No? Yeah, we played in the Delta Center, yeah. but you know, we didn't use those facilities and I don't, right. I'm sure it's improved a lot there and what they have in the NBA, but mm. we didn't have all of that stuff. So mm. just the fact that these young women get this incredible facility and all the equipment, I mean, the water treadmill down there <laughs> is amazing. I mean, I, I just want to get in it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so now with this great training facility where everything is encompassed, you know, this is more than just a couple, you know, great basketball courts. Okay. Like you said, you've got, you know, you got cryotherapy, you got massage, you've got, um, you know, film rooms, the executive offices, uh, you know, a fantastic cafeteria or, you know, probably a restaurant, you know, who knows? I mean, you got everything here. How does that now change and kind of take us to where it was, say, last year, the last couple of years compared to this now? How does that change the operational procedures, especially for the team? Well, I mean, a year ago, I mean, we start training camp here in two days. And last year, we, you know, thank you to UNLV for allowing us to use their facility. But, I mean, to have to roll up in a gym that's not yours and, you know, we were able to utilize one court there. Um, thankfully, it had six baskets. But to not have the ability to, right after that, get the girls in a, in a whirlpool, um, do any kind of you know, great treatment there that they need or some conditioning, strength training, and to have it all here in one facility is just amazing. So um, from where we were last year to this year, it's just night and day. And I mean, thank you again to Mark Davis for this incredible place. It is outstanding. There's no question about it. All right. So the roster, uh, you've done a fantastic job of constructing this roster and then kind of incorporating, you know, this facility in not only having a championship, I mean, how much does your phone ring like during the off season of players that want to come and play here? Um, well, I mean, more so from agents, right? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but, right, right, um, right, yeah. you know, I, I really worked hard in the off season to go out and look at what would be the best fits mm. for our team. And I mean, Candace Parker, knowing she's a free agent, um, knowing she knew about this facility, her wanting to play for Becky Hammond. I mean, that was probably the easiest sign. Um, going to see Kayla George at the um, World Championships in Australia. Other, If I wouldn't have gone there, I would not have seen her. And she is an incredible player. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. Um, she was the WNBL MVP mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. Just an amazing young woman. Um, great teammate. Uh, an incredible passer and a really good three point shooter. So whenever she's in the game with Asia, Asia's not going to be able to be double teamed. Mm -hmm. If they do, we'll be knocking down some threes, right. but, um, and then Alicia Clark, um, just one of the best in the WNBA. Yeah. She's unfortunately, I think someone that may get forgotten about from other teams. They'll look at our roster yes. and, that's going to be uh, a downfall for the other team. Yeah. No, she's incredible. I just said that to Becky. Uh, Alicia Clark's always been one of my favorite players to watch because she's kind of like that glue stick and maybe kind of unsung, but what a player, what a competitor because uh, she can do it all. And you got all these veterans and you got people with rings, you know? So it's like, yeah. uh, it's, it's a fantastic mix when you, when you look about it. when you're putting this roster together though, how much do you look at chemistry as well, too, in factoring in personalities, especially blending with a team that gets along so well? And as you know, that that's not always the case, you know, with, with teams, right? But you've got pretty much a, a core that really cares and loves each other and plays for each other. And then now when you're bringing in these other pieces who are excellent basketball players, how much you factor in personality? 
For me, it's a hundred percent character too. Yeah. I mean, character, um, and how they will fit in with our team chemistry. That's, um, I think for me, most important. I mean, we already know we have the talent here, so we want to make sure whoever we bring in, I mean, you only get 11 or 12 spots and in order to win a championship, you have to trust each other and get along well. And I think people don't realize how important that is. It really is, especially, um, at this level. So, um, very happy with what we brought in. I think that all three of those main pieces will um, just get along with everyone and hopefully we'll get another championship. Mm. Let me ask you, going back to, to Kayla George, why great success in Australia and part of the Opals, the, the, the national team. And like you said, what four time, you know, champion or player of the year back there. She's had a couple stints with Phoenix and Dallas in the WNBA, not overly successful, end up getting released from those teams. Why do you think that happened? And what do you see that will you believe will give her success in this league now where she hasn't had it in the past? Well, after seeing Becky Hammond's offense now for a year, um, just how spaced out it is and how much um, they rely on three-point shooting and spreading the floor, Kayla, to me, was a perfect fit, not only because she's a great teammate and how she connected with her Australian team uh, with chemistry, but she's an incredible passer. She's almost pass first and and sees, you know, the floor, high basketball IQ, but great three-point shooter. Mm -hmm. And so I thought her being 6'4", you know, really coming in and being able to help out inside a little here and there, but also stretch the floor and um, spread out Becky's offense. Mm -hmm. You got no problem uh, with the words back-to-back, right? No problem Repeat. at all. No problem, right? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and we were talking with Becky, and I want to get your your thoughts on this real quick, is that, you know, obviously there's always that complacency factor with a lot of athletes, and it's always, it is tough to go back to back. But with this group, it just seems like you got a lot of dogs, you got a lot of hungry players here that I just don't see that in their DNA. I mean, it's real easy, you know, the accolades and Vegas's first championship, the parade, you know, a lot of them now getting endorsement deals outside of this to be very, very comfortable. But then when they come show up this weekend with training camp, uh, do you expect to see that dog focus come out again? I really do. I mean, they've, I mean, watching the workouts so far this week, um, you know, the leaders, Kelsey Plum, I mean, she has come in faster. Doesn't she, she just live here? Year. I mean, does, I, I mean, she's. <laughs> no, we don't uh, allow her to do yeah, that because yeah. <laughs> she probably would. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Kelsey has been working extremely hard. I mean, Becky Hammond said that she's come in even faster than she was last year. And, um. Makes sense though. You're yeah. removed, you know, from the injury, you know, right? right? So right. even further down the road now that she. More yeah. Healthy. Um, and we're a veteran team. And so, um, you know, Asia's driven and she leads the pack. And then when Chelsea Gray gets here, I mean, she is the maestro. She's the leader of everyone. She's, I want to say the head of the snake, but, um, she keeps everybody in line. And, and then at the end, you got Sydney Colson who just brings the fun. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but, but it's important because Sydney is one that keeps everybody relaxed because yeah. they are a very driven yeah. group and you don't want it to get too tight because in order to win, You've got to be able to be loose and, and uh, play in that way. Was that one of the main reasons you brought Sydney back? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sydney's, and, and she's and a great team, worker. Each team needs that. And yep. she knows what her role is. Yep. And she's not going to be one to complain about playing time, right? Yeah. And she is someone who, um, on the basketball court, works mm-hmm. extremely hard. Okay. Um, watching her out here, she's a true professional. Um, she's great with her teammates. She's great with her coaches. Um, and she's, you know, I mean, she does everything she's asked. Mm-hmm. 
Natalie Williams, she is the general manager of the Las Vegas Aces. Look forward to a fantastic season again this year. Can hardly wait to to be part of it once again and to be here in this fantastic, beautiful training facility. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, no Thanks question. for being here. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to close out, uh, talk a little NBA playoffs tonight. You, you want to hang with us and give us some thoughts? LeBron you, all the way. You're going LeBron. Oh, yeah. All He's right, Mark. my favorite. What do you think, Marco? We got, we got Lakers in a closeout situation tonight against Memphis, the higher-seeded team. John Morant looks pretty healthy. What do you think happens tonight? Well, full disclosure, last time they were in L.A., I had Memphis plus the four and a half when they went to overtime. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. You yeah. weren't a happy camper. I wasn't it? a happy camper. They lost that by, one. what, five? Five and yeah. overtime, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's going to be a good game tonight. I know the love for LeBron and A.D., but uh, mm. Memphis is up and coming, and if they can uh, – they need to get out mm. of a quick start. Mm. They've got to take the crowd out of the game tonight. If I had to play the game, which I didn't give it to my clients tonight, but I leaned to Memphis. All right. What do you think, Natalie? Well, I, I think Memphis has done a great job. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of Jaw. Mm-hmm. Um, but LeBron is my guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a closer. You guys know it. Yeah. I mean, he's incredible. They're on their home court. He's not going to let them down. You know it. He's the guy. We, we know it, huh? <laughs> Lakers win tonight. Okay. See, LeBron's your guy. You know who my guy is. I'm a Steph guy. Steph's my guy. Steph's amazing, but it, it, LeBron is just, he's the king. Yeah. <laughs> he truly is the king. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to the Warriors and Kings tonight. Warriors close it out? Yeah, I'm going to say so. Okay. Yep. It's been a fantastic series. And, uh, you know, getting a chance, uh, you know, I was at game one in Sacramento, and it was electric. When the Chase Center's electric as well too it's going to be off the hook again tonight i'm just wondering if this five o'clock early start time is going to maybe have an effect because i don't think the chase center is with the commute the way everything goes there might not have a full building right away until six o'clock yeah that's yeah (laughs) so hopefully and we've seen the warriors they they like to fall asleep a little bit they get talk about complacency i mean they always feel that they can overcome everything and they're a little bit careless with the basketball that always scares me about this team so hopefully they get off to a good start tonight but uh warriors kings warriors are up three games to two they're playing at home tonight what do you think Warriors are going to win, and I think Steph has eight threes. Eight threes. She's yep, calling going eight. for eight. It, what about Clay? You know, this is one of those Clay games too. Usually, Clay Clay's been the master of game sixes. Yeah, um, he'll he'll have some threes, but I think Steph's going to shine tonight. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll talk tomorrow and see if it's. Yeah. Or you can call me after. Yeah, uh, Text me after. I think it's going to be eight threes. Eight, eight threes. What do you think, Marco? I'm on Golden State tonight. Yeah, winning the game in Sacramento. That you know. That's putting pressure on Sacramento that we talk about it, you know, an up and coming team, but they got to pay their dues first and their dues are lose it to the, the Warriors in this series. So, uh, it was a good learning process for Sacramento. I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with next year, but Golden State closes it out. Okay. And then, uh, what about in the East, Natalie? Who do you like? Boston Phillies starting tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I like Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hard not to like Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Marco, what do you got? We got, we got two, we got games. We got, the, we got the Knicks in Miami and then we've got uh, Boston and Philly. I'm looking forward to Knicks Miami because it's going to be 
the closest to old school basketball yes. as you can you yeah. can get. It's not going to be you know up and down. I mean, like last night, looking at the Boston Atlanta game, uh, you know, I look up at the scoreboard and it's in the hundreds, and there's like a minute left, and then I realize third quarter. It was, that's the end of the third quarter. Right. <laughs> you know, we, we got a whole other quarter to go. This and the NBA game is is changed so much uh, with the up and down the court, but it's going to be nice to be old school, especially in. Like you said earlier, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. How long has it been Man. since there's been a significant basketball game it, in Madison Square Garden? Yeah. And Spike Lee will be there, just like he always is. Oh. That same see, I don't know which jersey he's going to be wearing, but uh, you know, isn't it kind of cool to see the Knicks though back? I mean, you know, in in playoff basketball. Yeah, it's about time, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's been a while. <laughs> All right, I want to thank everybody that uh, has made this happen, uh, including. Natalie, uh, Becky Hammond, Asia Wilson, all for joining us uh, here today. Uh, I hope that this uh, we got carte blanche here with the studio because uh, I, I think we need to be doing more more shows here. I like it. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. This, this is great. I, I appreciate it. The facilities are great here um, in Henderson for the Aces, uh, deservedly so. Mark Davis, what an owner, continues to just uh, supply this franchise and this city and the Raiders uh, with, with everything they need uh, for success. But uh, the bottom line is, uh, with your leadership and Becky's and these players' dedication, I mean, that's really what it all comes down to. And uh, we're looking forward to this season, especially the home opener on the 27th, ring night and everything. Have you seen those rings yet? I actually have. Ooh. Yeah. They're How about a little tease? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this, you know, no photos, but uh, <laughs> they're, they're amazing. And again, these, these women deserve it, but, uh, yeah. Las Vegas is going to be very impressed. No question about it. All right. Uh, remember, get those season tickets too at lvaces.com. Uh, the ticket base is growing nearly 6,000 season ticket holders. Uh, and you got to be at the Michelob Ultra Arena for the opener on the 27th. 40 game schedule this year too. The WNBA is growing and growing and growing. And, uh, the Aces just are, are really kind of the brand right now, right? World champions. We got it, baby. <laughs> Natalie, appreciate the time as always. Thank you.